0: This is Chuck Wilson on Sports, featuring professional and amateur athletes, coaches at all levels, parents, educators, officials and others, sharing insight and perspective from the playing field and discussing issues that impact the game. Chuck Wilson on Sports and our peer into character conversations are presented by Evenfield, a recognized nonprofit organization cultivating integrity, life skills and leadership through sports. Now. Here's Chuck.
1: Today, we take you back to the summer of 2014. Longtime New England Patriots assistant coach Dante Scarnecchia had retired after the previous season. He would later return to the Patriots for four more years as offensive line coach before retiring for good after the 2019 season. At the time of that first retirement, Dante Scarnecchia had coached for 44 years. 30 of them were the New England Patriots and was the only coach to have been part of all seven Super Bowl appearances by the club. Dante's ability to bring out the best in offensive linemen and get the O-line to play as a cohesive unit made him one of the league's most respected position coaches. Now, Evenfield long has been a nonprofit partner with the New England Patriots Alumni Club on the club's Football For You free youth clinics held throughout New England for children and their families. Dante Scarnecchia took part in one such clinic held at the University of Rhode Island's Mead Stadium in July of 2014. Before Dante took the field with former Patriots players for the start of the clinic, I asked him about his coaching philosophy and about ways to help young athletes get the most out of the youth sports experience.
2: Well, I, mean, I, I think you, what you owe the players is every day you owe them a, a good plan and, and how to play as good as they can play. and. You formulate a philosophy of uh, how you want them to play relative to their techniques and uh, equally as important how much effort you want them to give every day at practice and, and how you want them to play in the games. And uh, you put all those things together and it starts very early in the process in the spring and then carries on through the summer and into the season.
1: When you hear the word preparation from a football standpoint, what comes to your mind?
2: Well, I think it starts in the classroom, you know, paying attention as to uh, what's being said. uh, All the things that are going out to them relative to the things, as we just talked about, that will help make them better. And you do that through training reels and things like that. And then what you expect of them and what they should expect of themselves is to take all that information from the classroom and then take it to the playing field, the practice field, and ultimately to the game field. So, you know, I think that's the process that we follow. How do you foster the belief in one another on that offensive
1: line and have them work together as a core unit?
2: The most important thing is to, and Bill says this a lot, is for each individual to do their job, okay? And if we do that, if we do our jobs, I think that, you know, we have a chance to be successful. One thing that we've always said to the linemen is that what's really important, especially up front, is continuity, not only in personnel, but consistency in how they play. And one of those things that really helps them in that regard is that all five players that are playing at the game in the game at one time have to see the game through one set of eyes. They all have to see it the same way. Because if they don't, then, you know, chaos reigns and you have inconsistencies and all the rest of it. So we put a a huge amount of emphasis on guys, you know, seeing the game through one set of eyes and being as consistent as a group as they possibly can. This
1: Football for You Clinic at uh, the University of Rhode Island uh, with the Patriots alumni is all about trying to help young kids in that 11 to 14 age group to understand some of the fundamentals of the game what are the core beliefs that you would like to see them develop uh, as kids that will help them both on the field and off
2: well I you know it goes back to what we've already said you know I'm not going to coach them any different out here today than I did um, in those 44 years of coaching you know I'm going to TEACH THEM ABOUT FOOTWORK AND WHERE TO PUT THEIR HAT and THEIR HANDS AND DO ALL THE li- PLAY WITH A GOOD BASE AND JUST, I'M GOING TO COACH THEM, I'M JUST GOING TO COACH THEM JUST LIKE I COACH THOSE OLDER GUYS, I'M NOT OBVIOUSLY GOING TO BE HARSH, I'm, BUT I'M GOING gonna, I'm gonna TO REALLY TRY TO GET THEM TO UNDERSTAND, YOU KNOW, TO PAY ATTENTION, TO TRY TO DO THE THINGS THAT WE EXPECT THEM TO DO AND HOPEFULLY THEY'LL SEE THE, the BENEFIT OF DOING THAT. WHAT DO YOU DO? to bring out the best
1: in players or help them bring out the best in their own ability at any age what are the what are the keys to being able to do that
2: I think you have to convince them that what you're doing is for their benefit and what I learned a long time ago Chuck is that uh, and I learned this in going into pro footballs you know I, I came after 12 years in college and I THOUGHT, MAN, I'M GOING TO BE COACHING THESE GUYS, AND THESE GUYS KNOW A LOT ABOUT FOOTBALL. WELL, YOU REALLY ARE SURPRISED. THEY DON'T KNOW AS MUCH AS YOU THINK THEY KNOW. AND I ALSO LEARNED VERY EARLY IN THE PROCESS THAT THEY REALLY WANT TO BE COACHED. BECAUSE IF, if YOU CAN CONVINCE THEM THAT YOU CAN GET THEM TO PLAY REALLY GOOD AND MAXIMIZE THEIR TALENTS, THEN IF THEY PLAY AS GOOD AS THEY CAN PLAY AND MAXIMIZE THEIR TALENTS, THEY GET TO STAY IN PRO FOOTBALL A LONG TIME, AND THEY ALL WANT TO DO THAT. So. You know, I, I, I think that the whole thing for me was, okay, I'm going to coach you guys like, like I just talked about today, is like you've never been coached before. I'm going to teach you how to play the game the way I like to coach the game, whether it's right or wrong, and um, convince them that I think I can help them be as good as they can be.
1: Coach, we talk a lot about effort and attitude at Evenfield. Effort and attitude, two things I control. As an athlete on and off the field, Everything you do in life, you control the effort you put into it and the attitude you bring to every single task. From your point of view, having worked with young and older players all over the years, give us your perspective on the value of effort and attitude and learning it at an early age.
2: Yeah, we put a huge amount of emphasis on effort. In fact, um, you know, for years and years and years, that's been part of our grading process. How much effort does a player expend on every play, you know, on a plus and minus scale. So you can't really, you know, you, you, you can't play the game unless you give great effort. And then attitude is, I think that that's something that's got to come from within. you know. And if you teach a player, you know, what it's like to go out and have a great work ethic attitude and to play in a certain style and with great effort, then I, I think that they'll get it and they'll see the benefits of it.
1: You know, we look at effort with young people. They're going to look at effort differently, obviously, than an adult does. What do you want to get across to kids about developing a work ethic?
2: Well, I think it. You know, they just have to understand that. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't come without a lot of without a lot of work, and um, and being successful takes a lot of work. You can't just go out and. And think that it's just going to happen in one day. It's a process, and so we just try to build that process from day to day to day. And what we've always learned is that guys, kids, whatever, young men—they, you know—the more success they have, the more they're going to buy into what you're telling them. And and that's what this whole thing's all about, you know. And that's what it's going to be out. Uh, what it's going to be out there today, you know. We're going to try to get them to try to improve on every practice snap.
1: What's your advice for parents? who get into youth coaching of the best way to be able to work with young kids get them to enjoy what they're doing to have fun also to learn skills so that they'll want to continue to play
2: well i think they have to learn the game and and don't be afraid to ask questions of people that that know the game or hopefully know the game and and then i think anyone that goes into coaching really has to be themselves whatever that is and there's guys that are yellers there's guys that are not there's guys that really nurture and, and really get the most out of people. And But I think the most important thing is to be themselves. Don't try to be something you're not and because that rarely works. The kids
1: that are out on the field today, uh, as any athlete will, they're going to have some adversity. Maybe they're small for their age right now. Uh, maybe there are other kids that have grown and are more mature, and so they're just bigger, stronger at this time. How do kids... At a young age, 11 to 14 years of age, for instance, work through that adversity. What's kind of your advice for both them and for the adults in their lives who are trying to help them work through it?
2: Well, I, you know, adversity. You know, I, I just think it's it's, and I do this with our grandkids. You know, they're never able to do things the way that they would like to do them early, but you just keep trying to nurture them and bring them along and, and try to get them to have more success on each. Uh, on each occasion that you work with them. And I, I think that's what it's all about. The kids that have experienced success uh, have confidence, and, and that's what we're trying to do with these kids today.
1: And lastly, uh, you've had so many incredible success stories of taking players who were out on the street or really didn't have much of a football background or something. You've been able to connect with each player, sometimes in different ways, but you've somehow found ways to pull the best out of them. And I wonder, what's your approach? What have you learned over time about the best way to do that?
2: Honestly, I never really have thought a whole lot about it. I think what you owe the players is, uh, you know, and what you owe everyone in the organization is a full day's work for a full day's pay and and I think what you know what we've been charged with in coaching is to bring players along and maximize their skills and I think if they see that that's what your intentions are and that's what you're after I think that they will embrace it if they're smart they'll embrace it and hopefully improve going forward but you got. You've been charged to coach them all and give them all a chance, you know. And that's and I. That's the part of coaching I really like. You know, I. I love, in fact, is is try to develop players, and um, I think that that's you know what I've always prided myself on, and I like it. I like teaching the game. I've always liked teaching the game, and um, I think that that's you know that's why you signed up for the job.
1: Following the Patriots alumni on-field clinic. Dante Skarnecchia offered sound advice
2: for the campers. How many of you, when you were in your position drills, heard your coaches say, keep your head up? Okay, number one. This game is played by seeing your opponents, hitting what you see, and protecting yourself by always keeping your head up. Number one, okay, that's the most important thing. You never drop your head in blocking. You never drop your head in tackling. You always keep your eyes on the people that you're blocking and tackling. It's hugely important, okay? The second thing is this. How you wanna be treated will be directly related to how you treat people. Treat everyone around you with dignity, with respect, with great kindness, okay? and it will come back to you tenfold if you do that. Respect all, okay? Respect all. In our offices with the Patriots for years, we had trainers, we had equipment people, we had people in the dining hall that served our players, we had janitors that cleaned our building, and we always knew their names, and we treated them all with dignity and respect, okay? Because that's how we wanted to be treated ourselves. Very, very important to us all. Right Then the last thing, and this is really for me personally, Chuck talked to you about the fact that I've been able to coach football a long time, 44 years. When I was around 12 years old, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a coach because those are the people that made the greatest impact on my life outside of my home, my mom and dad. So I wanted to be just like those coaches, and that was my dream. I was able to live that dream every day. So what I would tell all you is this, have dreams, understand what those dreams are, and most importantly, take the steps that go along with achieving those dreams. I've been so fortunate because I've lived my dream for 44 years and I've been able to go to work and do exactly what I wanted to do every day. So when Chuck talks about coming in early and all the rest of that, that wasn't like it was a job. It was like, man, I'm go- I can't wait to get in that place because that's what I wanted to do. So you know, none of you have to figure out what you want to do in life, but as you see things that you really like and would suspect that you would want to go forward with those things, all right, figure out what the steps are that are necessary achieving those dreams. Talk to your parents, talk to your mentors, talk to your teachers, but do those things. You'll never regret that.
1: Good advice. What would you like to say to the guys about the friends you choose and the choices you make early in life?
2: Yeah, I think this, I, I heard this comment one time, is that making choices isn't really the hard things or making decisions really isn't hard, okay? It's learning to live with the consequences of your decisions. There's a lot of great decisions and a lot of choices that you're going to make that are really great and that please a lot of people. And yeah, you're going to make some decisions that aren't very good. It's a lot easier to go through life making the right choices and the right decisions. And I would just leave you with this. If, if it doesn't feel right, if the choices you're going to make don't feel right, then you need to talk to somebody about those choices and, make, and they will help you, okay? Talk to people that know a lot more than you do and usually starts at home with your parents. I've had plenty of discussions with our two kids when they were younger. You know, we used to call it table talk. If I felt like they weren't going in the right direction, it was time for a table talk. And we'd gather up around the table and talk about things. And I really encourage you all to do that as far as making choices and going forward with your lives. Let's give
1: it up to Coach Scar.
0: That's Dante Scarnecchia. And if you enjoyed hearing Dante's insights, we invite you to check out Chuck Wilson's more recent one-on-one interview with the coach, recorded in 2020. That conversation explores in greater depth areas of interest for youth sports coaches, parents, and athletes. A video version is available on Evenfield's YouTube channel. An audio version is available wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, you can find a transcript of Chuck Wilson on sports and our peer-into-character conversations at evenfield.org. Multimedia production by Real Video Group and Chris Gemma. Editing by Jeff Ross and Chris Gemma. On-site recording by On the Outs Productions, Don Coyne and Scott Carey. Music by Symphonic Collective, licensed through premiumbeat.com. Our theme music by Patrick Runblad, also licensed through premiumbeat.com. Thanks to Dante and to Pete Brock, president of the New England Patriots Alumni Club and a director on our nonprofit board. Evenfield Long has partnered with Patriots alumni on the club's Football For You free one day clinics for children and their families. We also thank Evenfield's board of directors and the following in particular for their support of Evenfield's mission and this multimedia production. Thomas J. Scala, the John and Jessica Pincus Family Fund, and highly regarded businesses in Rhode Island. The Virtus Group, trusted advisors, led by Mark Cruz, providing an array of comprehensive financial planning services for families and businesses. Epic Promotions, the Kuto family has four decades of experience in printing, branding, and marketing. Thank you, Barry, Adam, and Keith. Graphic Innovations, a New England leader in large format printing, graphics, and vehicle wraps, our thanks to Jim Larkin and his team. Chuck Wilson on sports and our peer into character conversations are presented by Evenfield, promoting integrity, life skills, and leadership through sports. If you enjoyed this program, please like us on Facebook and subscribe to this channel. And if you believe our content has value and you're in position to support us, a donation of any amount, big or small, would be appreciated. Evenfield is a recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization, and donations to Evenfield are tax-deductible to the full extent allowed by law. You can learn more about our organization at evenfield.org. I'm Mark Kestisher. And I'm Chuck Wilson. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.